beautiful people. July 25th. It's a big day. Blue October concert tonight. Even though I was supposed to be live in Kansas City with them, I will take a virtual concert because that's pretty much all I can have. (laughs) And it starts at 9 o'clock, which we all know is past my bedtime. But I'm looking forward to it. It's going to motivate me to work hard, or at least that's the plan. Lots to do today, and that's going to be my big weekend treat. So I'm pretty damn excited. All right, what do we got for reading today? Anonymous says, they will never do what I ask them to do. (laughs) Our urges to get others to do what we want them to do raises a very important question about our happiness and how we achieve it. They suggest that our satisfaction in life comes from outside ourselves, from having others always react the way we would like them to react. When others don't react the way we want, we are outraged and disappointed. Life can be frustrating if our satisfaction always depends on how people react to us. So freaking true. On the other hand, if we let go of the need to control others or the need to have others always react and behave as we would have them react and behave, life is a lot easier and certainly less frustrating. Then satisfaction comes from doing the best we are able to do in life and not from how others react to us. Learning to let go takes time and faith in our higher power, but it is central to our recovery and peace of mind. Being responsible for our own lives now brings joy and freedom. Today, help me lead my life as best I can and let others do the same with their lives. Oh, this is a touchy one for me this week, gang. I know better. I know this. And there's at least one to two people in my life that their reactions I can allow to dictate my feelings and that's freaking horrible and I need to work on that and I need to make some hard decisions around that. Um, I- I'm going to give you an example because it's, I'm, I'm almost got it processed out of my system. Like I know what the right thing to do is and I think I'm just about over the hump. So I think I told you I got reacquainted with someone in the last week or so. And I was up the other night, like way past my bedtime, like 11 p.m., guys, uh, trying to talk and, and coach this person through some pretty heavy duty shit. And <laughs> I, first of all, I feel like I got played in the first place. Like the conversation, um, started it looked like you know they approached me from a place of um concern and empathy for me like wanting to talk a little bit more about a subject that we had talked about earlier in the day that was pretty heavy and uh very quickly turned to what I think the real motivation of the call was so that they could unload all their shit onto me and I let them like I was I was so mindful of this as it happened And I'm like, okay, well, good, because I really, I think this person's hurting and I want to help them. So I tried. I I coached no other way, no way different than I would coach anybody else in a similar situation, even though there's a lot more history. 
I I was objective and fair and honest and and my honesty is brutal. You can ask <laughs> you can ask people who've been uh coached by me in in either group settings or privately. I don't I don't bullshit like fucking gambling's a matter of life and death. Addiction's a matter of life and death. So, yeah, I don't sugarcoat shit. I do try to feel out if people can handle it or not cuz sometimes they're just not going to handle it and it's a waste of energy but so I spent a lot of time and energy the other night doing this and then the next day and this is you know this is Bobby and her ego showing up and and Bobby and her feelings showing up the next day I get a text and it has a really pretty quote about it being a new day and that the next line says thank you and I'm thinking okay well that's nice finally this person says thank you because he never said fucking thank you for anything ever else before that I can really remember. Um, yeah, the, the rest of the sentence was thank you to whatever pastor he listened to. Um, and you know, it's a new day, blah, blah, blah. Like the, the, the pastor helped him through it. Okay, cool. So that's where I think maybe my ego came in, but even if what I said wasn't impactful, and maybe this is just the way I am, I would have thanked the other person for their time and effort and the conversation. It's just how I roll. But what I'm trying to point out here is that I had an expectation around it, whether it was driven by my ego or not. And what it taught me was that I don't think I need to have much engagement with this person because it it stews up all this stuff. And I thought I was in a place and I and I am, don't get me wrong, I'm in a place where I probably could deal with them on a regular basis, but I'm like, what the fuck? Why the hell should I? And I'm sorry, I'm a cursy girl today. This subject really ticks me off. I'm like I'm not really mad at myself. I did the right things this week and trying to um, sort out what this relationship could look like, um, what the dynamic would be because I still love and care about this person. But this person is not good for me. They don't love and care about me the same way or they don't do it in a way that makes me feel loved and cared about. So, um I think I've landed at, you know, not having much interaction. And that's okay because I need to, you know, maintain my sanity and my energy level. And it's just draining. It's draining dealing with them. And um, it's really not my problem. Like, just not my problem. And I have to just remind myself of that. And guys, it ain't easy. Like, you probably have someone that you're thinking about as I talk that you know is not good for you. Like they're just not supportive. They don't build you up. Maybe they tear you down. And and it doesn't have to be like malicious. I'm not talking about malicious. They just don't know any better. It's really not. I don't want to say it's not even their fault. It's. I don't think it's deliberate. I just think they don't know what they don't know. And no matter what the reason is, though, this is why I stress that we have to put ourselves first in everything we do. And this is this person is one of the reasons I've learned this. 
and why I'm so adamant about it. Because when I put myself first, I'm much happier. I'm much more positive. I can think more clearly. And I just believe we probably all have a, 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 some shape or form of this kind of person in our life. Like, it sucks too because if you have this kind of person, say, at work, you know, you don't have real options or your options are a little more limited. You can't be like, see ya, Felicia, or bye, Felicia, whatever that saying is, <laughs> because you have to work with them every day. But if it's someone from the program or a, a, a friend, and I use that in air quotes because definitions of friendships, I'm sure, are different for everybody, um, and this aligns for me at least, and, and this is part of what I've I've learned about self worth and understanding my value as a, you know as a person, and anybody who who tries to depreciate me essentially, whether intentionally or not. They don't, they don't get to do that. And I, I don't think they're trying. And, I, and the problem really is, isn't in their behaviors. It's in my responses. So they can't control how I respond. So I have to, I have to figure out how to respond. And maybe the best way is to not have these interactions, conversations, whatever, that trigger all these feelings that are not on the positive side. Like, I don't want my bucket filled with the shit. Like, his shit or anybody else's shit, it's it's not good. It doesn't, my, my, my bucket wants all that positivity and all that juju. I don't, I don't have room for other people's stuff in my bucket. <laughs> you know, it's a daily job and, and I work literally hours a day to keep my bucket clean of my own negative, whether it's, through the the meditation, the reading, the reflecting, the walking, the journaling, like the communication with the people that I should be communicating with, going to groups, going to meetings, like that's all like food for my soul and my my brain and and keeps me on the positive path. You know, so many people are like, you're so positive. Well, first of all, my slogan is positivity is no gamble, right? Like you can't lose if you're positive. You just can't. It helps get you through to the other side. You you put out into the world and receive back what you put out. So if I'm positive, other people are positive. I mean, it's as simple as the walking down the street and smiling at someone. How hard would it be for someone to not smile back if you smile at them? Chances are, if you smile, they're going to automatically smile back. Maybe there's some exceptions, but that's just kind of the way it works on a very simplistic level. So if you put out the positivity and maybe maybe it's not received, depending on that inner work and how you decide to take it and process it and deal with it and feel about it, It, it could lead you to making choices about who you should and shouldn't interact with. And let's take it a step further. So let's say 
oh, I have such a big heart and I really want this person to be successful or any person and I want them to do a good job and I'm, I'm investing my time and energy into this person, but I don't feel like they're investing the same time and energy into them themselves, never mind even me. I, I'm, I'm going to be depleted like my positive energy to put out in the world if it all goes towards what I'll deem a lost cause for less of a better world word my positivity starts draining and draining and draining so then what happens my bucket is low and if I don't replenish the positivity and I do this all for all for visual sake which gosh I could see having a bucket on my t-shirt someday but um if I, if I drain my positivity out of my bucket, it's like there's a void. So the negativity can sneak in, I think, a lot quicker. And if the negativity sneaks in and we start not handling it because we don't have enough positivity to combat it, then what happens? That starts leading us down that road to that, that dark cycle. I don't want a dark cycle. I can't. I, I could handle a dark cycle, but I shouldn't have to. I have built my life around being, you know, a a positive, happy, well person. Now, I'm not perfect at that, hence the work, two to three hours a day or whatever it takes to do that. But this is the bubble I want to live in, and this is the choice I want to make. And nine days out of ten, I'm in pretty good spirits. I have my moods, and it's funny because even there's days that I have my sour grapes moods that I know I could talk myself out of, but I don't want to sometimes. Sometimes I just want to have my pissy pants on and let let them stay, and and I've decided that's okay with me some days. Um, it's it's okay to not talk, you know, not really communicate and talk to people or take a bonus nap or just be crabby privately. Um, not isolate, not do it for more than whatever. Like I was reflecting on my, my one counselor had told me about this take to bed day. And that's basically what I'm saying. She described it as it's a day where you could just go to bed and you could do whatever you want. You could eat ice cream in bed. You can sleep, you can watch TV, you could do whatever. I don't do any of that stuff in bed. Um, so it's kind of like a healing, like a a a, re, a refresh almost. That's why sometimes I feel like it's okay to be in my little stinky mood if I need to be in a stinky mood. I just try to not, this is another thing that I'm learning and working on. I try to not be a stinky mood in front of anybody else because I don't want to, it, it's just as contagious as the positivity is. So I don't want to be that girl doing that. And I also don't want to be on the end of doing that. So this navigating people stuff, guys, is is going to be one of the biggest learning experiences on our journey. I, I can guarantee you of that. Um, and we can't control other people. We can't control their actions. We can't control their behaviors. We can't control how they receive us. We We just can't control them so what we need to do is figure out how to 
keep our recovery and our peace in mind and make the decisions. Some of them are going to be hard, but make those decisions to just not do what doesn't serve you. Like it's, it's too important. You don't want to be that person, right? You don't want to be that, that person who may be draining or that person who may be isolating or that person who just isn't living their best life. Like you want to be the person who lives the best life. You know you're worth it because I've told you and I'm telling you again, we're all worth it and we all deserve that. And if anybody's going to impact that, they don't need to be anybody. They need to go away. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts on that. A very timely reading. I, uh, have a big morning. I'm getting, we're going to do some recording for another podcast that I'm going to be on called Courage Over Comfort. And if you haven't checked out their show, I definitely recommend it. I, I definitely listen to other people's shows, especially before I get ready to go on them. And, and there's quite a few that coming up that I'm going to be on their show. And um, of course, I'm stockpiling interviews in the background for when we go back to our quote unquote normal way of of running the show but um, the concept of the show is really cute it's it's doing activities that help you get over fears instead of like taking the easy way out that's the premise of the show of course I just said it rougher than they say it but it's got some good vibes. It's a short listen. I think their longest episode might have been a half an hour, but on average it's like one to six minutes. It's it's just really cool. And they're just little exercises to challenge yourself. So if you're looking for some stimulation on how to how to grow and overcome some fears and work on some confidence things, I definitely recommend tuning in and, and doing their challenges as well as, you know, doing the challenge that I'm going to put out to you guys when I'm on the show, which I'm not telling you what it is. Not yet. You'll have to listen to find out. But it's it's pretty excited, and the host was, he liked my idea. So I'm looking forward to meeting him in a little bit. So lots of fun stuff. I got to uh, go tell the whole world that gambling is a thing. It's a bad thing, <laughs> and that it's impacting a lot of people. So... I'm very grateful that other shows are giving me the opportunity to get on there and, and talk about gambling and addiction and, and the harm of it. And um, I love uniting with positive shows and positive people. So it's pretty exciting. So that's kind of what my day looks like. So I will check in with you guys before the Blue October concert. You know I'm going to be like cray cray by then. Um, I'll be very excited and hopefully I'm telling you that I had a very fulfilled, accomplished day because I owe a lot of people a lot of things. So I'm going to get my button here. I hope that you guys have a great start to the weekend and I will 